0: This is FJOJR Francisco here with another game review here on the Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. This time I've got quite a doozy, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 1, the first ever game released in the Metal Gear series, released in 1987 in Japan for the MSX. However, there were other versions released, Commodore 64, the Nintendo Entertainment System. However, the NES version is actually a different game than the MSX. Sort of the same storyline, but levels changed, the music has changed, so much so that you could consider it an alternate version of this story. So I'm not reviewing that version of the game. I may have to play that one separately. However, this version of the game has been re-released since the 1980s. It's on PC. It's on the PlayStation 2 via Metal Gear Solid 3. And it was re-released on the PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and Xbox 360 on the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. And one last time on the Metal Gear Solid Legacy collection on the PlayStation 3 so I did review the PS2 version of this game so that's what my experience will be about anyways it's on the second disc of Metal Gear Solid 3 substance it is fully translated into English as it was released in Japan initially so everything has also been reworked for the PlayStation 2 controller as well so you can control everything as we're not on a keyboard and mouse like it was back on the MSX and we'll go from there well as far as the storyline is concerned this game falls after Metal Gear Solid 5 the Phantom Pain and before Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake for the MSX as well so that's where we're at The main character of this game is Solid Snake. This is his first ever appearance in the storyline, as well as the entire series. And we are doing what is called Operation Intrude N313. Snake has been sent in as a Foxhound operative by his commander, Big Boss, and, and the guy that pretty much taught him everything that he knew and he is going into outer heaven the fortified state somewhere in south africa and there snake is tasked to find and destroy the weapon of mass destruction that is rumored to be there according to the intelligence inside of outer heaven initially foxhound which is the special forces that unit that was told to go in there, sent in Gray Fox. However, Gray Fox was captured and now they're sending in Solid Snake in order to find out what's gone down. Gray Fox's last message was a transmission scrawled Metal Gear. So that is the title of the game and that's what we're trying to find out. As far as the gameplay is concerned, you control Snake as far as the console versions of this you control him with the d-pad you move him around and stuff like that he also has a punch button and he has his inventory where he has his weapons and he also has his other items that you'll be collecting along the way as you go through outer heaven the game starts you out with snake going through the river and going on to outer heaven and this game was a revelation when it was first released because unlike a lot of other games that were released in the 1980s this one had more of an emphasis on stealth rather than combat as Hideo Kojima was limited by the MSX hardware I guess trying to render so many enemies on a screen rather than doing that he would rather change the gameplay to you sneaking through and sneaking around so That was the impetus for the sneaking and stealth system in this game. Although in this game, there isn't really that deep of a mechanic with regards to the AI. So the enemies walking around the base, they can see you only if you're within their direct line of sight. So if they're essentially directly facing you. If you're hiding behind something, they won't see you and there's no crawling mechanic here. You are just seeing the game from a top-down perspective akin to, let's say, The Legend of Zelda and you are trying to avoid the enemies and there are certain set pieces in the base such as boxes or tanks or trucks that you can hide behind and as long as you're within that area you and no not even in the line of sight of these guys, you can avoid them. In fact, you can kind of cheat the system in this game by kind of slightly moving yourself away from them and then punching them and defeating them that way. There's no real penalty for killing people in this game. You can sneak around and try and do a pacifist run if you want to. There's enough flexibility for that. However, there's no system of ranking how well you do within the game itself although this version of the game that I'm playing implemented some of that a little bit there thanks to it being part of substance so you can find a way to have your fun that way because some people like playing Metal Gear games trying to be as stealthy as possible with avoiding as little killing of enemies as possible as well So this game it's more about trying to find your way through and there are cryptic parts of this game I will tell you that much it is an early 1980s game and some of the times the challenge was trying to find out where a certain wall let's say that you needed to blow up you basically have to punch walls and try and hear something it is not going to handhold you (laughs) really. And it gets even more cryptic in Metal Gear 2, although I'm not reviewing that game. This game does have some of those cryptic elements to it. However, it was nothing that kind of deterred me. Really, I I kind of, as you go through the storyline, and this game does have some of the Metal Gear staples, such as codec calls. Uh, Well, it's a radio transmission call. So you will have people calling in and trying to help you out that way and that is part of the gameplay big boss will be calling you as well you do see some of that in this early era metal gear game that you will see throughout the entire series and it's really cool seeing that i think that was the real joy about this if you're a metal gear fan you you do owe it to yourself to play this game because it's where it all started it is where you will see some of the things here. There's there's not much else to it. I I don't it's not a bad game and there are plenty of terrible eight-bit era video games out there and this isn't one of them. There's a reason why this game was ported over to different consoles and such like that, like the NES, even though they, they didn't really port it, they kinda sort of made a different game using some of the assets from this game. However, there is a reason why people gravitated to this one because it was different. It was different at the time. And and for that reason alone, I think you really do owe it to yourself to play what is essentially video game history because the Metal Gear Solid series is one of the greatest in video game history. So now there are some puzzle elements here. And really, the real annoying thing about this game, if I have to give this thing a negative, is the constant going up and down the elevators to get from one portion to the other, and so if you do die, you will have to traverse places that you've already traversed, and sometimes if you haven't entered a certain region, which is where the game denotes the checkpoints when you hit the save mark, you're gonna have a not so fun time doing things all over again. That's only not gonna have on it though. So that's it for me, everybody. Um, you can. Check me out on my podcast for Sports Goose or check out my other reviews on this podcast and support me on Patreon, patreon.com sportsgoose. Take care and yeah, this is a good game. Try it out.